Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Hi! Hello! <laughs> oh, someone told me a story about Damon Wayans was on SNL. Did you know that? Wayans. Yeah. Wayans. Wayans? Wayans? <laughs> Damon Wayans. All right, Wayans. The Wayans brother. You got to weigh in. The welter, heavy. I think I put a sil- I put a slight syllable. Wayans. I, I didn't get O A N. There's a Wayans. It sounds like you had Wayne's World. Like Damon Wayans. Wayne. Well, I'm saying it fast. Damon Wayans. Oh, there Wayans. it is. All right. All right. Wayans. Yes. Well, he was on SNL. Did you know that? Like a cast or a host? He was a featured player. I think I did for like 10 minutes. I think he was on for 10 minutes. Well, this is the story I heard was that he was on as like a featured player. He would just be a guy that would come in and say, uh, your order's ready. Like oh, one of those guys yeah, that they don't yeah. use. Right. And I guess he was on air. Maybe you could Google this or YouTube it. But he was on air, and he was supposed to say, you know, uh, go get me the keys. Mm-hmm. He was just a background character. And he walked up and said, go get me the keys, and did like a gay character. Oh, and then they fired him. They're like, you can't just do a character. What? Like, you can't just throw something out there in an improv show. Right, Or right. a sketch show, I mean. It makes sense, because it, it, now it's like, now you're a gay guy, so do we go with that? or? But he could just be a gay character. Yeah, he was. But I think the thing was, it's like, hey, this is a live sketch show. We're on TV. You can't just throw a wrench in there. I see a gay wrench. And the, he wasn't doing anything. They hated him anyways. I guess a ginch. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they did. It, you know, Anthony Michael Hall was on there. Julie Louis Dreyfus. Robert Downey Jr. was a cast member. Yeah. Nobody talks about that. That's weird. Leonard Nimoy. What? Uh, yeah. Eighty-three. Spock. <laughs> yep. Wow, no, Vulcan. That one I made up, but uh-huh. <laughs> he didn't seem like a humorous cat. I wanted to list a few people. It's also funny because he was like 68 in 1983. <laughs> Big Jew. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's right. He died a few weeks uh, ago, years ago. Holocaust. Uh, <laughs> no, oh, you know, William Shatner's a Jew as well. Did you know that? Wow, a lot of space Jews. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think of that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's the Sabbath, the final frontier. Beam me up. Jewy. Shlomo? I couldn't think of anything yeah, fun for uh, Jews. You know, eventually, uh, we're going to have to stop all the racial humor. Ah! It's just going to have to be straight vanilla. I can't. We're just going to have to come out and say, I was on an airplane, everybody looked the same, they were all right. very nice. And maybe, maybe we should try it. We'll do like a two minutes of just straight, non-offensive, PC squeaky. I think we managed to squeeze in a few minutes. If you don't count the sex stuff. Right, because right. that's not offensive. Yeah, that's the one area where we're still okay. It's true. Is you could say jizz and cum and farts and tits and right. fag. Ah, shit, you can't ah, do that one. Damn it, gook. Uh. It's funny how that works. That <laughs> I did a set the other night and I did all this whole thing about a guy getting killed and shot in the face and you know murder. And then I did a black joke. We're like, whoa, and you're like, is that weird that black people make you more uncomfortable than all kinds of violence and murder and rape and all this shit? Well, there's specifically there could be black people in the audience, but there's no murdered people. I guess so. But I their cousin so. could be murdered, and they could be a murderer. If they're black, their cousin probably was murdered. Yeah, that's the case they gave me. <laughs>
Uh, we're having fun, folks. Oh, Everyone yeah. knows. Everybody knows. I look at it like a little. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's all right. I look at it as like a little hot sauce. You know, I mean, we're comics. We say a lot of words. Uh, the, the the fun stuff, the edgy, the offensive. It's a little hot sauce on the sentence. Gives you a little kick. Yeah, exactly. You're there's burritos, and this is a spicy burrito. Yeah, you go. You'll you're gonna bleed out of your asshole a little bit, but at least it'll. Give you a little feeling going down. From Chipotle. Well, I, th- I always look at the podcast like your bit about the uh, speakeasy. There you go. You come on in, you hear some crazy shit, and then you move on with your day. Yeah, and if you don't want to hear the crazy shit, don't come into the bar. Yeah, don't come here. But eventually, someone's going to take this and stick it up my ass out in the public, and people are going to go, whoa, 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 what? Exactly. And we're gonna exactly. Say, That's why I think maybe we should put the thing at the beginning, the little thing of, hey, this is Mark and Joe, we're going to say mm. crazy shit, and if you don't like it, don't listen. And then we can say we got a warning. Well, jizz claimer. Yes. I like it. I'll claim some jizz in my day. Sure, you got to claim it. Yeah, that's mine. Or else they'll take it at customs. It wasn't mine, but then I took it, you know? I just said, shoot that out of your ball bag and into my face. Right. Or tits. Oh, wait. Yeah, you claim it like taxes. You, you got to... Isn't that what, what? What is claiming? Anything with ta- taxes, claiming, uh, API, I don't know any of that shit. Anytime I hear that stuff, I just shut down. Well, API, I'd never heard of that. That sounds like a conference in college basketball. but Approved price interest, something like that. I always remember them saying no CODs, and I still don't know what that is. Cash on delivery. Oh, is that right? I think I just made that up. What? Because what would that mean? No COD. Remember, that was like every commercial yeah. when we were kids yeah. would say, you know, 10 CDs for what? I just bit my tongue, which is weird. Ooh, that's a bitch. Yeah. Ugh, that's when you have bad teeth. I'm like, I'm just gnawing on my own tongue with a sentence. You got a mouthful of jagged rocks. It's not good. It's a pet cemetery. <laughs> but, uh, well, you still got quite a wheeze there. Yeah, I got the, the flu. It's all jizzy in here. I semen. <clears throat> I'm coughing like a like a hyena. Wow. Oh, jeez. You got to do the elbow. Sorry. That's how I get Corona. I'm going to be covered in lime sauce. I'll get a, um, I'll get a mask. Oh, yeah. I might get one of those for my teeth. Just pretend I'm doing it for the germs, but I don't want women to see my horrificness. Maybe a a dental dam? No, that's for eating asshole. Oh, interesting. Maybe I'll get one of those then. Hey, that's actually a pretty good idea. Because I like eating ass, but maybe you don't want to stick your tongue in poo because you can get dysentery. So you get a dental dam. Right, right, yeah. Like a, No one ever talks about dental dams for the ass. Good point. That'd be more of a dental bridge, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, what, get an asshole what you, dam. What do you put in mud? I think you can use... Maybe a dental boot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you step in a, in a muddy, muddy river with a, oh. like a, a wader and a boot. Right, I see. A steel-toed dental dam. Like a boot stuck in mud, only wetter. That's David Attell. Yeah. Man, I was just in Phoenix. Attell was there, Bill Maher, and Louis. All wow. And David Attell had Louis Katz opening for him. So yeah. it was Bill Maher, Louis Katz, David Attell, Louis C.K. And I was yourself. the only non-Jew. Yeah. That's really something. Wait, C.K. ain't a big Jew. He's a Jew. He's Jewish. Is he? Yeah, his father, his grandfather and father are Jew. He's a Jewish dissension. Well, they then. just pretended to be Catholics because of the Holocaust. He had a whole bit about it. Well, I'm not a fan anymore. Um, yeah, that's where he loses you. Yeah, oh yeah. But yeah, it was the whole gang, and I got excited because I, you know, Bill Maher, that's my favorite show of all time. The sure. guy's like one of my idols, so I was excited to meet him, even though he's a prickly one. Oh, he's but prickly. I was like, he won't be prickly if I'm with Louie. Aha! No Lou, no prick. But, uh, well, he's got a prick. But True, we've all seen it. 
he uh, he was flying in and out. It was like a, a a real in and out. He was arriving and then doing the show and leaving. So, but I got school girly because you don't get too we don't get too school girly these days no, with no. many people. But Mar, I watched the show every week for like ten years. Wow! So I got excited, but no no dice. Little guy, I say five seven five eight. Is that right? I met him once at the uh, the Teterboro. No, no kidding. I was with Schumer. He flew in. We were flying out, and he was all over her. Not not sexually, but he was like, oh, my God, Amy, I'm a huge fan. I love you, blah, blah, It was like when she was really gay day, and you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, she was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you there. You know, it was, she was very like, yeah, I'm on top, motherfucker. Mm. And uh, we got on our, our jet and skedaddled, and that was it. But uh, he had a T-shirt on and jeans. He looked like a piece of shit. Yeah, well, he's not a good-looking fella. What a mug on that heave. <laughs> Yikes. But I also love his book, True Story, one yes! of the great books ever. I've got it up there somewhere. I love that uh, book. If you're a comedy fan, go check it out. If you're a comedian and you haven't read it, for the love of Christ on Christmas. Apparently he likes the uh, the hookers. Oh, is that right? That's what I hear, the hook or the black hook. Well, he's a free-swinging spirit, and he's oh, very yeah. anti-monogamy and uh, the whole thing. So Yeah, hates marriage, hates kids. Okay, okay. I don't want kids, okay? That's my Mar. <laughs> Oof. You better work on that some Mar. Um, okay. But anyways, uh, weird, no God. weird day. We're squeezing it in here. I'm home for a day and a half. I got home yesterday, and I leave again tomorrow. It's a tough, Man. tough life. And that was a West Coast flight you just... Well, let me tell you, this flight, this is going to be like out of order, but I had a good, I got a lot of travel shit, so buckle up uh, for safety. Uh, Yeah, so I was in, I did five nights with Louie, we did Denver, then on to Phoenix, and then Tucson, which he had never worked, I had, nobody works Tucson. Nobody does Tucson. And everything I heard about Tucson is it's the school and then meth, and they nailed it. Yeah. It's like it's almost like the New Haven of the Southwest. Ah, gross. Except the school's not as good. Right. Um, it's the old haven. But I guess a cooler school. They got football and a nice campus. It's warm. Hot ladies over there in the in the in the fiend. I will tell you what. Phoenix is maybe as the young cool kids say, the most talented city. I mean, there yeah. is I, I never understood calling the women the hot women talent. Well, they're they're a cut above, you know. I guess. If we don't a, have talent, they got talent. But it's not a talent. They're just attractive. It's true. They And they tend to be dumb people. Hot people. Uh, probably. Give me a smart hottie. Oh, there's smart hotties. Well, you got Albert Einstein and uh, Tesla. They're, they're, they're no prizes. Well, you're talking genius. I mean, Gary Gullman, that's one of the smartest people I ever met. And he's yeah, a he's, very sexy he's man. He's a hot, hot cup. And uh, who else? Well, it's, it's weird because you don't want to start naming women we know because it's like, I'm going to sound like um, I got a thing for them. Like, she's hot and smart. It's well, going to sound like I'm trying to sure. fuck well, her. But I'm thinking celebs here. Celeb. I guess you got Natalie Poor. She's a hot, she's, hot uh Nerd. She went to Harvard. Yeah, she's a Harvard hottie. So there you go. That's something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who else? A a lot of people just claim, like, I don't think, I don't know, is Brad Pitt that smart? I don't think anyone's claiming he's smart. I think people think he's a smart cat. I don't know. Maybe wise. Eh, I don't know about smart. He's from Oklahoma, for God's sakes. Missouri. No offense. I think he was born in Oklahoma. Ah. Grew up in uh, Missouri. How about that? Yeah, I think he's like a little Native American type of guy. Whoa. I made that part up. but <laughs> I can see it. Hot Native American. Now, they're hot. 
You 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 sprinkle Love just a little. I'm saying you sprinkle a little Choctaw or Sioux or Cherokee in there, and it's a uh, it's off to the red like Carmen Electra, Lenny Kravitz. I think it's got a little uh, woo woo in him. I uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I don't know. Uh, feather not dot here. I spend a lot of time in casinos, and this this wow. some yuckiness. I mean, all the photo those old black and white photos with the feathers. I don't see anyone in there that I'm like, woo, look at the tits on Gerana her. That's true. Gerana ho looks rough, but uh, that's that's the the those are the the natives. I mean, those people are getting sunbaked and uh, riding horses into the sunset and eating out buffalo. So you're saying like I'm of saying a descent, sprinkle. a sprinkle of native. A sprinkle. Oh, Liz Warren's not some sexy wow, bombshell. She's a liar. I think she's like one eight hundredth of a something. Yeah, yeah, she sucks. But uh, I don't know. I hear she's she seems fun, tough she, lady. She did well in that debate. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, I don't think she's got any uh, any headdress in her. If we're being honest. No, I guess not. She's Oklahoma. Her and Brad Pitt. Maybe they oh, fucked. Yeah, they buried the hatchet. Should have a plan for it. <laughs> Um. Anyways, well, how, how do we get here? Oh, Phoenix! The women oh, in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. the women in Phoenix. My lord! I mean, oh, it's unreal. Let me plug a restaurant for no good reason. There's a restaurant called Steak Forty Four. It's Scottsdale or Phoenix. There's like nine cities all on top of each other. I know. They're, they're a block away. And how about this? The guy at the baseball game. We I got a lot of stories. I'll get into this out of order. But he kept saying Tempe. Tempe. Do you know it's Tempe? I, I asked the crowd. There's 3,000 people. I'm like, is it Tempe? And they're like, Tempe. It turned into a big debate thing. But they're, they're, people were like real earnestly were like, it's Tempe. Wow. Yeah. I it's didn't like, know that. It's like weigh-ins. Yes. It's Tempe, Arizona. And I'm like, fuck you, Arizona. <laughs> it's, it's two words, Tempe. It's, uh, it's the dumbest thing I ever heard in my life. But whatever city Steak 44 is in, this is the best food I've ever had in my life. All right. It's the steakhouse. And it goes to show you. The, what presentation does. Because mm. we kept driving by, and he likes a steakhouse. I like a steak. It had the, the white Christmas lights year-round in the sure, tree, and then sure. it has a valet. It just looked sleek and cool. I was like, we got to go here. Uh-huh. And, and a Christmas light in the southeast or southwest looks uh, it's kind of fun and kitschy because they don't have a fucking cold weather or Christmas. It was very kitschy, and I said, let's go in there. We didn't do any Googling, any research. We just based it off of looks, which mm. is how I treat people. Sure, judge. And we pulled in, and valet, and they were like, we're sold out, and I don't know if we got the Louis treatment or if we just got lucky, but they're like, we can make a table work for All you guys. Right. And they bring the steak out on a plate that's 500 degrees. It's sizzling. It's kind of biting you because it sizzles on your ass. Oh, yeah, bite me. And uh, we had broccoli, mashed potato. He got a $115 Kai, uh, not Kobe, Caillou, what the fuck's it called? Kobe's dead. Um, uh, Cayuga. Caillou, he's the French kid. Guy, why you? Why, why goo? Why goo? Uh, why goo, why yeah. Goo, yeah, yeah. Why goo home? Uh-huh. Uh, $115 steak, I got a bone in fucking my ass and, and a steak also. And it was like a $400 meal, best food I've ever eaten in my entire life. And we went there the next day to Steak 44. Check it out. Can you tell the difference? with? Is it Wagyu? Wagyu. Wagyu. Yes, yeah. Wagyu. Yeah. Wagyu, it, my Lego. Right. Ah, fuck. <laughs> Wagyu, my Jew. 
But yeah, can you tell the difference when you bite in? You go, this is some waggy shit right here. This he gave gooey. me a pee, and it's pretty insane. It feels like it's melting in your mouth. Woo! It's pretty wild. But then I feel bad because I think it is one of those, and I'm no, you know, wokester or whatever, but I think it is similar to veal where it's like they tie up the cow and like beat that. it and come on it and don't yeah. let it move. I Give the cow a bad life, then he'll be happy to die. I suppose so, but I feel it's a little inhumane, but whatever. I just had oh. a bite, and I enjoyed it. It's so. not a humane. It's a cow. So fuck it. I tried to do that as a bit years ago. It never oh, really? worked. Yeah. People are like, inhumane. I'm like, it's a horse. It's not humane. <laughs> and it never worked. And people would be like, oh. <laughs> well, you know, maybe I, on a pod it works. I, every time I hear it, I think that's funny. Yeah, I like inhumane. it. Inhumane. I'm like, well, it's not a humane being. Yeah. It's a dog. That's funny. But uh, maybe it's a little 80s. I don't know. But you know what? I never got when, when something bad happens, they go, oh, the humanity. You're like, well, what's wrong with humanity? Aren't we all in humanity? We're just going to work. We're getting laid. We're eating cheese. We're eating, we're in humanity. Yeah, I don't know what the meaning of that is. I just remember who's a uh, Harry Carey. Harry Carey, oh, yeah. I think, did a call and a guy dropped a fly ball to win the pennant, and he went, "Oh, the humanity!" And it was pretty funny. <laughs> he was a funny guy. Oh, very funny. I'm gonna pick my nose just a little bit. I got a thing sticking out. Get it, get it. Don't you hate when you think you got a bug the whole time? Oh, that's I have that every set. That's the word. You're just doing this for 20 years, building your coked out. Yeah, I have that almost every set. That's one of my things. And the other thing I have is that I'm going to fall over. Like, I feel like oh, my feet are like a half an inch wide. Huh. Like, I'm just going to like I'm gonna tip over. Interesting. Yeah, I, I got some problems. Yeah. Ah, it's just anxiety. You ever had the thing where you do an act out and you kind of... But you got to play it off. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the cellar has like 90 feet of cord. Right. So oftentimes... <laughs> I'll step on that or whatever and feel like I'm going to trip and fall. And mm-hmm. It's weird what's going on in your brain throughout these shows. Oh, crazy. I always have that thing of like, what if I can't talk or form sentences? Because you're doing this off memory. Like, it's just going. Right. It's just like, you're just saying the things and you're like, what if I can't? It's fucking crazy. Your brain goes haywire in the middle of the show. Yeah. But it a, always is fine. It's a fight or flight, they say. And I think... Getting good at stand-up, half of it is just learning how to control and manage that fight or flight. Yeah. Because in the beginning, you're just like, Wah! I'm on stage telling jokes. There's people staring at me. Holy shit. You know? And then after a while, you're like, eh. Yeah. Well, sometimes that pops back in. That's true. It's like we always talk about when you do TV or whatever, even a podcast, where you're like, I can't, I can't do this. Right. What, what the it's that thing of like, why would I think I can do this? Oh, dude. This is insane. That's I get that all the time. Especially now when you sell tickets in this fan. Like, we came all the way from fucking Oklahoma yes, to see yes. you, and you're like, what? What? That's insane. And you got to tamp down that part of your brain that's going, what the fuck? You can't do this. You suck at everything. You're a piece of shit. You should kill yourself. And I'm also thinking, you know, I'm not smarter than you. Yes. Who am I? I'm an idiot. Right. Right. That's yeah. weird. I get it. Do you ever get it, too, where you're... You're like at some restaurant, like a Chipotle style, and you're up next, and you're like, I got to talk to this guy? I don't know. I can't do it. I'm not ready. Yeah. Ah! And it's just a fucking chooch with a hairnet on. You know what it reminds me of is um, that scene in uh, Forrest Gump when the guy says, um, uh, well, he's at Vietnam. He's in, he goes to the, he's in D.C., and he's going to the Vietnam fucking whatever rally. Yeah. And then the hippie comes up and goes, you're a good man for doing this. And Forrest goes, Okay. Oh yeah. I feel that way. We right. were just kind of like people were like you're you're great. I can't wait. I try. you're like uh, all right. 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 Dang. I'm 
Free. I always just, you always think of you as a child or me at home, like crying in my wife's arms, being like, nobody loves me. <laughs> and then people are like, I bought a ticket. Fucking, I'm going to two shows this weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's strange. It's strange, but I mean, you got to fake it and just go with it because you can't, you want to sit in your hotel room and go, well, I'm skipping that. Yeah. What are you crazy? I'm not doing that. There's, there's a room full of people that are going to call you. It's sold out. You're like, that's even worse. Yeah. I mean, I've never gotten that call, but in general, it's scary. Yes. It's yes. a terrifying thing. Even right now, I'm going, ah, they hate this. Of course. Everything is scary. When you really boil everything down, just leaving the house is scary sometimes. Yeah, it's and it's weird. Like inter- Your brain is like, don't go out there. It's dangerous. Yeah. That's why you just want to watch telly. Yeah, I think that's kind of why it's good for people, because now everybody's working at home. Like The the odds are not odds, but the, the statistics. Statistics. Thank you. The statistics on people working at home now is like bazoobled. You know, it's like uh, it used to be like two percent. Now I think it's like forty or something. Hmm. Everybody not forty, but maybe it's thirty. But everybody works from home now, and I think that's bad for you. I think people need to get out. I think you know, you wake up, you go to your nine to five, and it sucks. You sit in traffic. You finger your asshole. You fuck your dad. You finally get there. You do the fucking talk in the kitchenette. How you doing, Bob? Cold out. You yes. Know? And it all sucks, and you all want to kill yourselves, but I think you need it. You need the dopamines, the interaction, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. You got to get out, and you got to interact with people. And you sit at home, you're, you're the king of the castle. You're in your underwear. You're rubbing one out every 10 minutes. You're eating oatmeal. It's not, it's not healthy. Oatmeal's healthy. All right, oatmeal's good. Um, you know what I'm saying. Of course, yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a big isolator. Same. That sounds like a superhero. The Isolator. Uh, but any jizz. So we were in Phoenix, and yesterday, so we're there. Monday night, we do Tucson. Now, I have a, there's no direct flights from Tucson. So yeah. my flight, I have a 6.10 a.m. I'm flying to Atlanta, mm. hot Atlanta, mm. and I have Delta Comfort, but a middle seat. Hey, bittersweet. So I have, this is where my ego is, though, because I can get an aisle in an exit row. Oh well, but I want the I want the status of the comfort plus. Uh, bad ego, ego is not your amigo. Plus, you. you also do get on earlier. Ah. You get on before all those schmuckaroos, and That's you nice. gotta fight for that overhead. So, yes. and you do get extra legroom. And I'll tell you, a middle seat in comfort is not so bad. All right. Because a window seat, there's a person next to you. True. So it's just that. Times two. Right, you're doing some pretty good finagling in your head here. A 10-hour... I mean, I just had it. I, I flew from Atlanta to New York in a middle seat, and I was like, this ain't so bad. Oh, no, it was to Miami. It was New York to Miami, and I was like, this isn't horrible. All right. Because you only have... Because in a window, you got to get two people to get up if you want to get out. Right. And I hate that part. That's a big thing with me. I piss a lot, and I feel trapped oh, in I my life and relationship. But it's nice to have only one person next to you, and... You get the elbow space if they if they're proper people mm-hmm. if they understand ethics. You sure. get the elbows. So you hope you watch TV. It's not so bad. All right, all right. But still, now all that being said, it still sucks. Yes. it's a middle seat. It uh, stinks. It's not ideal. It's the worst seat. Yeah, middle seat in the Middle East, horrible. So I got the middle seat Delta Comfort. So I got to fly from Tucson to Atlanta, Atlanta to New York. That one I have Delta Comfort. Win, uh aisle. Nice. But I'm still like, I hate the two flights. As it's coming, you're like, I don't want two flights. So we drive from Phoenix to Tucson, do the show, and I start putting this noodle in Louie's head because he's got a 12.30. He doesn't get home till 7.30. He's losing a whole day. Ooh. And I go, why don't you get on the earlier flight? 
And there's no first class on my flight. He's like, it would be fun to fly with you, but I, I got to have first class. Mm-hmm. I go, well, why don't we drive back to Phoenix uh-huh. and get direct? Oh. Six o'clock direct. And he goes, well, we already drove two hours today. I don't want to drive two hours twice because he's, he's not a big driver. Right. He's a rich guy. So he'll right. get first class flights or have a driver drive him. So to oh. him, driving two hours is like, oh, God. Wow, two hours is nothing. That's nothing to me. I mean, I've done the four-hour Boston, New York 5,000 times. Right. I've done all kinds of 10-hour drives. So I'm like, that's nothing. I'll, I'll, do, I'll do the drive. There you go. Plus, I always have the thing with after the show, we're going to be all jacked up, especially yes. him. I'm like, you're doing an hour in a theater, 2,000 people. It's not like you're going to just go to bed. Right. So the amount of time we'll be driving, two hours... That's the amount of time it would take to settle down before you fall asleep. Aha! So you drive back to Phoenix. Now you're tired. We get to the airport hotel. Boom. You're off to the races. So finally, he's like, you know, I think you make a good point. I'm like, I have a point. Has a point. So he gets a flight from Phoenix to Newark, 640. I get the 610 Phoenix to New York direct. I get upgraded to first class. Oh! So I went from Delta Comfort middle seat to Atlanta, Delta Comfort, Woo, Atlanta, New York, wait. to straight shot, first class, fuck your mother. Wow. And the car ride back was great. We had the stones cranking. I was DJing. I like nothing more in life than when someone lets me DJ. Please DJ. I I'd don't want to DJ. I'd give, give me the fucking thing, and I'm just pulling up stones. To, we had it full bore. which I was driving like 125 miles an hour, which yeah. was a little scary. Yeah. And we got Can't You Hear Me knocking and Honky Tonk Jew, the whole thing. Yes. And it's just rocking. And we're fucking, it's all I've ever wanted out of a dad. Sure. We're just like, and, a, and we're like, we're hitting each other. <laughs> we're doing, we're soloing. I felt like we just nerded out. Yes. He's driving 300 miles an hour. We get there in 70 minutes. It was sure. one of those ones where you're like, wait, what the fuck time is it? Oh, yeah. You're like, we just shaved 40 minutes off. That's crazy. Good shave. Get to the airport hotel. And I, I gave away the ending, but ah. I didn't realize I'm waiting for the, the uh, the flight and I just check my seats obsessively I'm like let me see if a, a aisle uh, pops up uh-huh. and it does whoa an aisle comfort and I, I go to click on it, it says it's too late you can't do it and I'm going well maybe I'll just ask I'll just ask and as I'm looking my seat you ever know in Delta on the app when your seat changes it starts blinking uh-huh. and all of a sudden I'm like it's blinking something's happening oh yeah pop five C first class. Wow. And it happened right as they're like, now boarding, first class. Oh! So I had the momentum because I was already heading up to ask about the aisle. So yeah. like, first class, I went, bloop, first one on. Now, wait a minute. Is this one of those mini jets where first class is not really for, you know, it's, no. just, a, it's just a wicker chair in the front of the plane. It's no. not actually. This is Phoenix to New York. That's a oh. haul, baby. Yeah, that's cross cunt. It was real, uh, real first class. And so flew right home. What a gift. Nice, nice, nice day. That's it's one lunch. of those. Everything in my life, I question the decision, so it's nice to have yes. that, like, you 100% made the right decision. Affirmation. I haven't heard from him, so he might be dead, but... Well, we can only hope. Good time. But all right, I got, I'll got. i get more, but you That's take big. something so they That's, don't fucking shoot me. And that flight sucks. That's a five-hour humding right there. It's so not a short one. That's a nice little peach. Good for you. What were you? I, I picture in a Yaris or a Kia. No, it was his car. We were at Cadillac. Oh! You got to drive that fucking boat? No, I never drove. I offered to drive. Oh, he, he did the driving. He had a little brown guy driving? No, he did the driving. Oh, wow. All right. He drove, and uh, it, was, uh, it was a little hairy at times. I but I can't picture that guy behind the big, big hook and ladder. Well, I've driven with him a couple times, and you know, he's uh, his brain is squirrely. Yeah, he's a 
mad scientist. He gets really into whatever he's talking about. So sometimes he'll be like, "Oh, the thing yeah. with Kubrick is <laughs> Kubrick was a photographer," and I'm I like, on the run, "Watch out, Ginger!" <laughs> You're like, "Jesus Christ!" Oh, and there's man. a lot of times too where, like, when someone's giving you directions, you got to keep the conversation. Loose and light because I gotta go. Hey, one e- mile. You gotta take exactly. a right. Exactly. So he's like, "Well, when my dad hit me the first time, right. that's when I knew my mother was gonna be a left, gay left, person." Left. I'm like, "Okay, I, sorry." But I'm like, "You gotta uh, fuck. We missed it." Ah. Uh, you know, he's crying about his aunt or whatever. Sure, and sure. Oh, it's toasty. I'm here. sorry. Like to warm this home. Leather. This, thing is, uh, this thing's piping hot. Literally. You feel that? None of this. Oh, the pipe. Yes. Oh, I'm hitting the box or whatever. Yeah, hit the pipe. Um, all right. Yeah, you you well, tell something because these people get cranky if I talk too much. All right. I don't have much, but uh, I want to say thanks to all the Tuesdays who came out to Royal Oak. Uh, we really rocked it out in the Mitten, Detroit, uh, Michigan area. Great weekend. <laughs> the Michigan area. <laughs> Detroit comes in. What do you call it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they drive around, these people. So, uh they put you in a hotel. It's three blocks away. It's oh, I Royal love that hotel. Oak. Yeah, it's a great spot. They got free breakfast and uh, no media. Just a good time. I had uh, Brett Hayden uh, rocking it out as the feature. Kooky host, uh, ex-cop. One of these guys who like brings handcuffs on stage. Go, hey, I was a cop in this town for 40 years. <laughs> nothing? Nothing on that? You're like, just tell the jokes, you fucking hack. But uh, nice people. We had a great time. Uh, we went to we went to the diner every night after the show. Oh, which, that's fun. You know, I'm trying to drink less, and so you start doing that shit, and I'm just eating. When I don't drink, I just I just keep ordering, and the food there is so cheap because it's the middle of nowhere, sure. and it's a fucking shithole Greek diner. So it's like, like give me a cup of chili. What 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 are the soups you got? Oh, you got chicken noodle. Give me a bowl of chicken noodle. And we're just sitting there for hours. I had a meatloaf. I had a piece of pie. You have an ice cream. You have a croissant. You have a, a, a dental dam. And I just leave there going like, ah, oh, what was I thinking? Yeah, same. I can't stop with the food because it's like that ch- cup of chili was like one thirty nine, you know? So you're like, give me 10 of those. Yeah, it's so bizarre. We were in Tucson and we got a coffee and a tea. She's like, it's four fifteen. And you're like, this coffee costs literally $5.30 at Starbucks in New York. Exactly. So yeah, a lot of gifts, a lot of nice people. We sold all the merch. That's a merch town, by the way. Good to know. And uh, I had one snafu. Every show was great. Not a bad show in the book. One snafu. And tell me if you've seen this guy. Ugly, bald, chunky guy. Well-dressed. I was was working with him. (laughs) Yeah. Well-dressed, front row, smoke show of a lady friend. I don't know if they're dating. I don't know if they're gay. I don't know if they're eating each other out or what. But they were together, and it was quite mismatch. Okay. That was her name, mismatch. And, uh... I'm doing the thing, you know, where you go, oh, you guys, you go, anybody gay here? Woo! And you're like, oh, you're gay? And he's like, nah, I'm not gay. All right, all right. Oh. Like, all right well, whatever. So you make fun of him. Sure. And then he's not, he hasn't laughed once. And then you go, any uh, lesbians here? Woo! And you're like, all right, sir, you're just doing the thing where you answer everything. All yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, anybody here have a dog? Woo! Cat? Woo! And you're like, what is your thing? And I just go off on the guy. And, you know, we're, we're making it fun. It settles. And then about a third of the way into the show, I get this one. Oh. Like smoke, uh, a super loud, just a big stack of bullshit yawn. Like uh. this yawn didn't need to be that big. It didn't need to be a yawn at all. Just He did like the, the cartooning. 
He stretched out. He had a, a nightcap on, a candle. I wanted to kill this guy. I hate it. I, I do a bit about it. You don't need to make a noise when you yawn. Yes. It's it's not a necessary noise. No, this was audible.com. I mean, this guy was all over the road with the yawn, and he waited for a si- I had a silent, you know, Cosby rape moment where you just have a nice moment of silence for the for the, the punchline to come. Sure. And he nailed it right on it, and I just snapped. I had a meltdown on this guy. Hate the yawn. I hate a yawn. I hate to participate. It sounds like he was trying to impress the lady, I guess. I assume. And she was into it. I had that last time I was at the same club. It was, really? I think we talked about it, stage right, but it was a big fat woman. She kept talking, and I had to do the thing of like, you got to stop. I know yeah. you're having a good time, whatever. That one sounds a little bit more uh, malicious. Yes. I had like a couple of chatty uh, Dorothys or whatever. But Right, right. Well, he, he got me good, and I went off on the guy. And then... He did the thing after where he's like, "Hey, we had we we really rocked it out there." And you're like, "God, I hate you and I want to bang your girlfriend. What the hell's going on here?" Mismatch was good looking? Oh, boy. Mismatch was uh was a, she was uh, hot as a rivet? Is that a frog? A, a rivet. You know like those rivets? Is that a hot? Hot as I don't a know. hot as a pistol. Okay, that's All right. that's a, that's, All a, that's, right. a, that's a good one. Classic. I, I think rivet is something. Rosie the Riveter? What just changed? Something oh, just I think the, the light flickered. It got dark. Nothing nothing serious. No, no, we're good. We're good. And the fuse boxes in these these old pre-wars are real topsy-turvy. Speaking of serious things. Oh, good the, call. This show is brought to you by Blue Chew. You got that right. What could be more serious than Blue Chew? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, dick pills are exciting. You need you need dick Very. pills occasionally, don't you? Yeah, I, I've taken a few, and I'm a fan. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I have not personally taken them, but I have friends that have, and they swear by them, and I'll tell you, it's... It's piqued my interest because yes. I always thought it was for if you if you can get a boner you don't need a pill. Oh yeah. But from what I understand, this blue chew can increase your performance quite a bit. It makes the boner last longer. I think it gives you extra like a half inch there. This thing it's like a fourteen year old dick. Yeah, I've heard it's which I love delicious and throbby. Yeah, you look like a little teepee right now there, Sasquatch. Oh, thank you. I got a decent piece, as you know. Oh yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, blue chew has the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and clitoris. Cialis. Ah, yeah, big difference. Take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since it's chewable, they work up to twice as fast. That's twice as fast as a regular pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises, which in our line of work could be any moment. Oh, yeah. It's fast and easy. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. You got that right. That's what you'll have. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Tuesdays. Just pay five clams in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code Tuesdays and try it for free. Get a free boner. Please your lady. Please your man. Please your relatives. Get in there. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank you. We thank them for sponsoring the pod. And that's not our only sponsor this week, folks. Tuesdays with Stories, it, it takes a lot to make this show run. So oh, yeah. Tuesdays with Stories is also sponsored by, here's another one of our favorites, oh, Away yeah. Travel. Ooh-wee. 
We're big travelers, obviously. Now, everyone yes. travels differently, and Away Travel offers a range of suitcases in a variety of colors and sizes to fit the way you like to pack. Yes. From a quick business trip to a week away, they've got everything you need to get away at a fraction of the price. Whoever you are and whatever you need to pack away has the luggage to make your trip seamless. Now, you use one of these, don't you? Yes. I use an away every weekend. I'm on the road every weekend, on a flight, on a train, and I love away. I love it's lightweight. It's got the 360-degree wheels. I'm whizzing, I'm whizzing, and it's got the goddamn battery in there. That battery's a lifesaver. We've all been to the airport where you're like, ah, I got no outlet. I'm on a flight for five hours. My phone's about to die. I'm about to beat uh, Brick Breaker. Boom! Plug it right into my Away carry-on battery thing. It charges up to five iPhones. I love the Away. Start your risk-free 100-day trial and shop the entire Away lineup, including all their bestsellers at awaytravel.com slash Tuesdays20. That's Tuesdays and the number 20 at the end. And get away. 2-0. Yep. Woo. Hey, hey. All right. Two ads. Yeah. Pretty good. Good ads, too. Those are quality products. We're all behind. Yep. You can fill your away bag with Blue Chew. Oh, there you go. Mm. And then you can go on an orgy all over the world. That seems like fun. You think? Yeah. Well, I have all these sexual things that you wish you could like have that men in black thing where it's like... Ah, bzzz. sure. Like, you want to get... Nasty. And cr- I think it'd be fun if you could just turn off all bets are off, and then the wild gangbang where I'm sucking three dicks and I got my wife's shoe in my ass. Yeah. And then you just it shoots it off and no one remembers anything, and then you're back to normal. Yeah, but then you don't know how you liked it. What if you liked it? Well, you, you lose that memory. They lose the memory. I oh, think. everybody else loses the memory. You're cool. Yeah, I still got that memory of like God. Remember that time I fucked Mike Tyson while you know Evander Holyfield blew my wife. Yeah, that really that that boop boop thing would save a lot of life. All the molested people, all the uh, abused people, we don't. They would just be clean slate. Well, what's interesting though is your brain has the boop boop, uh, but then you, it lingers because a lot of people that's called a suppressed memory. Yeah, they bury it. Yeah, it's all <laughs> buried in there, and then they they get their own self boop. It's similar to like blacking out, where your brain's like, right. we don't want to remember this. I know. I've done a lot of orgies blacked out, but. Also, uh, you think, too, if we had the pew thing, we wouldn't maybe have porn stars and strippers and comedians. Like, some of that, some of these these uh, negative molestations can lead to uh, some sort of ambition or uh, compensation in a way. Yeah, I think it's a good point. If you have a kid, you might want to think about just fingering him up just a tad. Just a little. Just, just a little. Get him over the hump, you know, so he's not some lazy bum. That, that way he'll try to accomplish something. Yeah, I mean, Joe Jackson, everyone remembers as a bad guy, but those are some talented kids. Yeah, I mean, think about all the, the, you know, the fucking Tyler Perry was molested, Oprah. Look at these people, millionaires. I didn't know that uh, Oprah was molested. Oh, uh, I did it. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, my my best accomplishment. Well done. Well, uh, uh, what else you got? Something? Where, 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 I don't even know where we were. We started doing ads. Oh yeah, I want to oh, hear. Oak. I gotta say, you're like a you're like the Travago guy. You're a travel aficionado. I've been all over. Well, I have another travel thing that happened on the cruise. I gotta finish Hit talking me. about the cruise. I'm dying to hear it, fatty. Because there's there's more to the cruise than meets the eye, or whatever. Uh huh. Um, and I hope I don't. I think I made proper notes of what I did and didn't talk about on the cruise. Well done. So we're on the Joker's cruise there, and like I said, great group. 
We well, there's one day in Nassau. We dock up. Where did you dock when you were there? Cozumel. Oh, fun. something like that. Yeah. Were you on the one that left from New Orleans? Florida. Oh, Miami. okay. Because there was one year they went from New Orleans. No, that wasn't me. I wish. Um, so we went from Miami to Nassau, uh, Bahamas, and we're all trying to figure out what to do, where to go. You can go build sandcastles or ride horses or whatever. And we ended up just deciding, we'll just wing it. We'll get in a cab and go to a beach. Sure. So the group is me, Ryan Hamilton, Keith Robinson, Sarah, Joyelle, Nicole Johnson, and her friend, uh-huh. uh, who was cool. And then, oh, and then Adrian Appalucci and her boyfriend. So That's we had a good a, crew. A cab here. I think there was eight eight of us. Yikes. So you get off the boat in Nassau, and it's just everyone like, you want beads? You want beads? Right. You want a ride? Who wants a cab? And then they kept th- throwing us around because they wanted to upsell you. So uh-huh. like, we want eight. We want a ride to Atlantis, which is the big thing you always see the commercial for. Oh, yeah, the hidden city. But they have a beach and a casino. Keith wanted to gamble. We wanted the beach, yada, yada. So it's a huge, crazy third world scramble. Everyone's like, my, my friend, my friend. Blah, blah, blah. I can't do the voices. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah, Indian, yeah. whatever. That was as bad as my mar. That was, yeah. It's all, we're not impressionists. No, no, no. Painters. That's all I got. <laughs> so finally we get in a cab and it's like an old rickety, crazy cab. It mm. looks like, uh, like Afghanistan. Sure. And so we all pile in there and then they pick up another couple that has a baby. Like this is always like oh, the, wow. the lady with a baby and they're all crammed in there. And Did she have fruit on her head? No fruit. I was all a little right. disappointed. I wanted to see fruit, but yeah, yeah. a lot of beads and stuff. Then those cabbies are in cahoots with those other bead folk. You know, they all fuck. Oh, yeah. They're all yelling. You saw like three people were like, you fucking take my guy. That's my guy. Yes, yes. And it was just like, this is wild. Oh, yeah. Third world, I believe they call it. Yeah. But you never hear about second world. No, no second world. West world, I've heard. Second world, I think, would be like Nevada. Ah, Reno. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That's the second world. (laughs) I got you. So we get in the cab. We end up going to the beach. We drop off the beach. And we walk up there, and it's like, it's the, the upsell beach. This isn't like the nice private beach. Mm. We get there, and we want umbrellas and chairs. The guy's like $20 per couple. Jeez. Which is like, that's not, no, $40. Oh, man, 20 Four, bucks a head. $40 for umbrella and chair per couple, so 20 bucks a head. But when you're there, you're just like, well, I'm not going to sit baking here. Just give sure. me the chair. Give yeah, me the goods. Yeah, they got you by the anal. So we get, we all, there's like four pairs of, well, there's three pairs. Keith is like, I'm going to go to the casino. And he walks slow. He had a stroke. Sure. And, and Ryan Hamilton is like, I'll go with you guys. So they start shuffling off to go to the casino. So Joyelle and her friend, Adrian and her boyfriend, Sarah and myself, we all hand him 40 bucks. So he's got 120 bucks. The guy just takes off, leaves. We go, okay, we're waiting. So now... His compadres or whatever, like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? What do you need? Unlimited drinks, unlimited drinks. You want beads? You want pope, uh, pot, whatever? Mm-hmm. We're like, we don't need anything. We're just waiting on the umbrella. And Uh-oh. so we're waiting and waiting. Nervous. And we wait for about 10 minutes. Oh, and the lady God. comes back and goes, all right, listen, we know you gave him the money, but that guy is not coming back. Oh. We're like, where did he go? And a, uh, Joyelle's friend went to go change. She came back. She's like, the guy we gave our money to is in a police car right now. Oh. He got arrested. Wow. We gave him 120 bucks. He immediately got arrested for something unrelated. Can we like, get the cashish? No. Well, we, they kept it because like, he legitimately works there. So like, oh. we'll go find you. So we had to meet a different guy. But you're like, what the fuck? He was Richard Kimball. He was like, wow. on. he was a fugitive. So we have no idea what, but we bumped into Keith and Ryan later. Like, we saw your guy. I, was t- I thought I was going to like reveal this great story. Yeah. 
I was like, the guy we gave our money to, like, he got arrested. We saw it. What happened? And I was like, what the fuck? We have no idea. Huh. I think he might have murdered a family and then tried to hide out on the beach or whatever. Wow, maybe he's got Amy Smart or whatever the fuck. But he probably, or Halloway or Holloway, whatever one. the fuck her name is. Yeah. But he probably used our cash to bail him out. Like, that would have oh, been. Oh, yeah. Because I imagine to get bailed out in Bahamas is like 10 cents and a banana. A I don't know. shekels and a coconut. Yeah. <laughs> so that was fun. That was like, you got your little Bahamas story. And like we always talk about, I'm like, it's all podcast to me. Yeah, <laughs> Potter. You're standing there, my feet are burning. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm on fire. You just want to get in the water, but you're, and everyone's like freaking out. You're like, we're never gonna get an umbrella. We went to the shitty beach, but I'm like, this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our guys in jail, and I wonder. I didn't know they had cops down there. I thought it was a freewheeling, you know, just rickety sham town. No, they stuck him right in the. Uh, the clink. So wow. Well, hey, maybe he's, if you're listening there, Chachi, good luck. Yeah, getting raped. Have fun. Oil up. Yeah, oil up. Be careful in the can. <laughs> but anyway, so we ended up getting our umbrellas. We sit there. We go for a nice swim, and it's just beautiful. I'm never happier than when I'm in the ocean. I think I live in the wrong city. Mm. Great hang. But then we come back up out of the water, and then we're like, all right, we gotta go find Hamilton and Keith because they're the best hang. Yeah. And I like to gamble. So we walk down the beach. And now I feel stupid. We go down like two beaches. Hamilton's like, we're like 300 yards from you guys. They went to Atlantis. There you pay 80 bucks and you just have full access. And it's like not a private beach, but it's Atlantis beach only. Okay. So it's like just nicer beach. No one's trying to sell you shit. There's no riffraff. And we're like, oh, we fucked up. For twice as much money, we could have had a way better deal. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. We got the story. We got the story. Rested. So uh, we ended up going to a nice dinner. We did a little gambling. Keith was playing blackjack right behind me, mm -hmm. and I'm playing roulette here, and I kept hitting my... I was like, Hamilton, give me a number. He's like, 13. I put it down. It hits. Whoa. I won about 80 bucks. Keith got cleaned out, but it was fun because he was right behind me. Yeah. It was like Star Wars, those like fighters where they, they're back to back oh, for yeah, some reason. Yeah. And I kept being like, how you doing? He's like, I'm getting killed. And I was like, I'm uh, killing over here. It was oh, really fun. Was fun. It was like Battleship or, or Top Gun. Yes, exactly. It was very fun. So we won some money, went back to the thing. And then the last night, they do big karaoke every night. Sal, they have karaoke killed the cat, which I guess is these. I think I've heard of that. They look like rappers kind of guys. Uh-huh. Is that James Corden? That's something else. That's car, car karaoke. Oh, yeah. That's all gay. This is a group that does karaoke, but they, they're like high-end karaoke. Ah, they're like the best karaoke. It's an oxymoron. Well, what's good about them is if the person sticks, they join in and they sing oh, also. Oh, all right. All right. It's like helping the handicap a little. So the last night of the cruise, they're like, we're going to do karaoke. And Sal's like, hey, I've heard you're a big karaoke guy. Now, I haven't done karaoke since I stopped drinking, <laughs> which is like eight years ago. <laughs> right, right. But that used to be my thing. Yes. I got laid more doing karaoke than comedy. Kooky. I told the story before. I was in Charleston, South Carolina. I sang Born to Run on the 4th of July. And then they were like, do another one. I ended up singing Born in the USA, like back to back, ah. 4th of July. I was underage. I got everyone rocking. Still born. And a girl named Joey, Uncle Joey, walked up to me and was like, I don't care what you say. I'm going home with you. Wow. And I was like, great. We ended up fucking. That was exciting. Good looking Joe. She was pretty hot. All right. Yeah. Well done. Cup of Joe. So um, she, uh, that was fun. And then I had the other story when I was in Providence, Rhode Island with Tom, Dustin, and Big Al. Vin David. I sang Born to Run There, and I was leaving, and an old guy grabbed me and was like, that's the best thing I've ever seen, and I've seen Led Zeppelin. Wow. And you, he was like, and I'm serious. Did you fuck him? Yeah, we 69. Hey! Trunk of my car, but... <laughs> so I hadn't done karaoke in a while, and Sal's like, you gotta do it, and I'm like, all right, I'll do it. The last night, we'll do some karaoke. 
So we all go out to eat at the steakhouse. You come out, and this is not some bar karaoke. This is on the big stage on the deck. Oh yeah, of the cruise, a thousand people. And is this the last night? This big is finale. The last night, big finale. All the jokers are on stage. Woo-wee. That guy Joe is going ape shit. Q's like out of his mind. Oh it's yeah, beautiful time, and like everybody's all the comics are up there, and it's rocking. Oh yeah, thousand people. So I, I said, Sal, I'm like, what do I got to do? He's like, just tell me when you're ready. And I was like, all right, put me in, coach. And they go, all right, up next is Joe List, Born to Run. And it was hot. Oh, boy. It was hot dogs. Everyone's on stage. And uh, Sal's singing. And I, I ripped the shirt off. And I started, saw that. Started really rocking, getting into it. I had everyone go, whoa, whoa. And oh, it just went nuts. I'm climbing up the gear and dancing and jumping up and down. And everyone's going fucking apeshit. It was like a rock concert. That's amazing. I mean, a thousand people. Yeah, and I, It was a little weird because I think a lot of them don't know the song because they're like hip college kids. But fuck it. I really brought the heat, and Sal's got the video. It's on the Patreon. You can go oh, check it out. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, it was really something. And, and uh, you looked great. I only saw your back with the photos, but it was a hell of a back. Oh, thanks. I've been working out quite a bit. Uh, you can tell. Even, it's quite a spine. Uh, it's exciting. So I really felt alive, but it's similar to sex because you're going crazy, but there's no like backstage. I mean, there is, but like you just finish, and you're like, okay, so that was it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. everyone's hanging out on stage, so I just kind of like, Oh, that is weird. You got to mosey back. back. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well, here I am now. And I yeah. got no shirt on. The guy Joe threw my shirt in the crowd. Oh, jeez. I ended up getting it back, but it was really something I felt alive. Because comedy, even when you're killing, it's whatever. When you're rocking and rolling, I'm uh, like, yeah. You're, and everyone's you're weightless. going nuts. So that was really something. And I, I posted a bunch of photos on Instagram, and it felt like a rock concert. It was That's really something. Beautiful. And then everyone's getting fucked up and Casey Jost, he was having a great time. Oh, he's cool. And at one point during Gin and Juice, he gave me the microphone, so I'm like rapping Gin and Juice Woo! up there, which was fun. And uh, That's lunch. Great, great time. Highly recommend the cruise. And now here's another travel thing. Hopefully All right. nobody cares. What a cool thing, though. You're just rocking out in the high seas. You're, in the, you're probably in the middle of the Atlantic. Oh, yeah. Jizzing with a shirt off about with Bruce Spring. Oh, it was one of the thrills of my life, I have to say. Really? That was something. So then, the next day, everyone has like earliest flights, 11, noon, 12.30, but I was worried. I didn't know what time the boat got in, so I booked like a 5.30 flight. Ooh, a little late. And when the, the boat gets in at 8, you got to be off the boat at 9.15 at the latest. Yikes. So Sarah and I say, fuck it, we'll just do a Miami day. There you go. Yeah, live a little, we'll go to the beach. I'm going to Miami. Imbenipo. Fuck your mommy. Um... So we rent a car. I go, boop, 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 rent the car. It's from Little Havana. So I'm like, okay. Hmm. We get out of the boat. We get in a cab. The cab driver is like a fucking idiot. He's driving all over, loopy, crazy. Mm. $30 cab ride, 10-minute ride. You think he rooked you? I think he might have rooked. Ah, fucking Cubans. So he drops us off in Little Havana. It's a tiny little enterprise. I go in there, clang-a-ling. The guy goes, uh, you have a reservation? I go, yeah. He's like, you just made it, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, like a half hour ago. He's like, we got no cars. <laughs> I go, what? And it's one of these things where you're like, oh, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. I go, what? Well, you have no car. That's insane. He's like, I agree. He's like, it's crazy. I don't know why they took it. And I was like, this is insane. You're just at an impasse. Right. Is that the right word? Where you're like, a that's Cuban insane. Standoff. Yeah. I'm like, this is insane. And he's like, I know. Huh? But he's like, I don't, I can't just make a car. There's right. no car. 
He's like that lady that just drove off. She doesn't know how to drive a truck. She's driving like this huge truck. Wow. He's like, I don't, I don't know. It's all we had. He's like, they shouldn't have taken it. And I'm like, okay. There's yeah. Nothing to do. We so can't build a car. So now we're just stuck at fucking Little Havana Enterprise after a thirty dollar cabber. Exactly. He's like, well, why don't you just you can go to the airport. They'll have cars. But I'm like, we have to go to the airport later. I'm like, I'm not gonna go to the airport, get a car just to drive back to the airport. So I'm like, fuck this. So there's this famous Cuban diner where they have Cuban coffee sandwiches. That's like five minutes away. So we get a lift now. Oh, Already got Jesus, a cab. Jesus, hey, channel. Now we get a lift to the Cuban fucking refugee spot. Yeah. We go there. We have a nice breakfast. We got all our suitcases and shit. Of course. We get those. Sarah's happy now because she got her coffee and her thing. And she's like, what should we do? Should we go get a car? And I'm like, if we go get it, that's a third car we're taking yep. to the airport. I go, fuck it. Let's just go to the airport. We'll hang. We'll get work done. We'll try to get on the three o'clock. Yeah, flight. we're thinking. Maybe we'll get on the three o'clock. I'm telling you, you got a gift there, Fatty. You're like a travel agent. I'm very good. I really enjoy this. So here's what happens. But listen to this. So we take a cab to the airport now, and we go. Fuck it. We'll just relax. Let's go to the board. Let's go see if we can get the three thirty. I go. Let's find the gate. Okay, the three thirty flight. It's like twelve fifteen right now. Oh, all right. The three thirty flight is in. Uh, Whatever, it's at gate D7. We start to walk away, and Sarah's like, wait a minute, what's this one? Ooh. She's like, there's a 1235 to JFK. Now, oh. I got LaGuardia on my mind, because that's in my backyard. You're stuck on LaGuardia. She's like, there's a JFK. She's like, it leaves at 1235. I go, what gate's that? It's this gate right here. Uh-huh. I look over. I see Ron Bennington, ah. his wife, Adrian's over here. That's Bonnie McFarland. They're all on this flight. That's a good sign. So I go Comedy flight. I go straight to the gate. They're already lined up, because it's getting. they're getting ready to oh. board. Oh, boy, you're cutting it close. So I go up there. I go, hey, what are the chances... Uh, I'm like, I gotta f- I'm gotta. i on the 5 o'clock to LaGuardia. Anyway, I could jump on this. And the guy's like, uh, I don't know. I go, I'm, I'm platinum medallion. Uh-huh. Is that going to do anything for that me? He's like, he's like, that doesn't hurt. I go, okay, okay. He's like, that, let me just see what I can do. Does that. He goes, hang over here for a few Ooh, minutes. I'll let you know. I like a hangover. So I go, okay. Worst case scenario, we're hanging here. But maybe, maybe we're getting in five hours early. Yep, yep, yep. He boards all the first class. Now it's time for Delta Comfort. He goes, uh, if you're seated in the uh, stops talking, move some papers around. He goes, uh, Joseph List to the ah! gate. Hands me two tickets. Not Come just two on. tickets, two Delta Comfort. Oh! Aisle and middle next to each other. And by the way, we weren't going to be next to each other on the original flight because she got booked later. I booked her flight yeah. six weeks later. You got a horseshoe up your ass. So we were going to be separate. He goes, here's your things. First, Delta Comfort. He goes, now boarding Delta Comfort. Again, we're the first Delta Comfort because he just gave me my tickets. You're passing up Bennington and Bonnie. And I'll tell you, I look over and I make dead eye contact with Adrian, her boyfriend. They're like, what? Wow. Because they're already in line, but we get to zip through because we got the comfort. Man, you're, you're orbits. You're kayak, motherfucker. I'll tell you, I love those two people, but to see the discipline, <laughs> when you have a friend that's like, what? You're like, sorry, boys. Yeah, I'll see you in hell, dickless. I'll see you in 30 seconds when you pass me to go to the shit seats. Well, that's hell. Uh, and uh, we walk by, and Bennington's there. He's like, you made it. I'm high-fiving him. I'm, I'm kissing him on the lips. We go, Delta Comfort, beautiful seats. And now you're like, we're getting home. Fucking five hours early. Thank you, little Havana. And thank you, Sarah, for noticing the thing. Yes. We lost a day at the beach, but we got home way earlier, and I was only home for a couple days, of course. So it was a beautiful, beautiful thing. But you get to sit at home and you go, 
See this? It's five now. We would have just landed if we were those chooches from before. Oh, I never get over that. All day oh, yesterday, yeah. I was like, right now, I'd be landing at LaGuardia. Exactly. I'd be in a cab right now. Yeah. You know, blue, blue, blue. I do the same. So, anyways, that's my uh, that's my bullshit. That's, and, see, I don't know. Call me a coon's age or a cum guzzler or a goo gobbler. I could listen to that shit all day. Yeah, I don't know about them, but... Uh, but also, you got to fucking cherish that shit there, Sloppy Jalopy, because sometimes it's going to... There's going to be some flights. It's going to remember that Omaha flight that raped you yep. anally. So you got to cherish those nice ones. Well, sometimes it helps to have, like I talked about, I've said this before, like sometimes in the winter, I'll walk around with my hat in my pocket mm. for about 10 minutes just to have the moment of like, oop, I'm, I'm, everything just <laughs> right, got better. Right. Like it's almost like you like to book a shitty flight just so you have the opportunity to upgrade. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. A wise, uh, what do you call it? Prophet douche once said like, Losing your watch sucks, but when you find your watch, that's a happiness you didn't have if you had not lost it. Yes. I don't know what his point was, but uh, there's something to that. Those Asians, they were good. Yeah, it's like um, the it's like good and bad are two sides of the same coin. Right, you know, right. A, a breakup is worth two in the bush. Uh, yeah, big muff. There's something, too, with uh, what's that old story where the guy falls off a horse and he we'll breaks... See. He breaks his leg, and then he's like, oh, this is the worst thing ever happened to me. I want to kill myself. And then a war breaks out, and they go, well, you can't go with that fucking gimp. And he goes, all right, I missed the war. All my friends died. I'm here. Right. Well, it all works out. Yeah, and let me do, oh, we got to wrap this up here. Yeah, stick I, something out there because. I, I want to apologize for my last episode's performance. I was so hungover, I could barely uh, think straight or gay. And, uh. So I just want to. Sorry to the folks at home. I gotta. I gotta clean it up. I got so drunk in in Toronto, and then I got on like a super early flight. I gotta tell you there, fatty. I don't know if you remember these days, but in the customs line, like, like walking through the desert, I was so hung. People were looking at me like, "Is he all right? Does he have Corona? What's going on with this guy?" So hungover, I fell asleep at the gate, like on the floor, Ugh. and you know, like I barely made it because they were like. Last call for Newark, and I was like, uh, 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 and then you get on the plane, and you're like stiff and drooling and gay and AIDSy, and <laughs> man, you don't want to, and I got home, I could barely do the pod. Well, yeah, well, I remember those days, and I'm still like traumatized. Like, I still have the thing that I'm just now getting over where I'm like, I have a 6 a.m. flight, I'm fucked, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. But then you're like, wait, I'm not even drinking, I'll just get up and go. Right, it'll be uncomfortable, but I'll do it. There was so many flights, I threw up on so many fucking planes oh, all yeah. the time. The worst, man, the worst. And people are looking at you going, he's, he's hungover, this guy's a fucking loser. Well, you always have that feeling of like, I'm the whole time I'm just waiting for the seatbelt light to turn off so I can run and throw up. Oh, yeah, and you got like a half a shit in your pants, like a wet, hot shit, and... Yeah, your mouth has that taste like somebody, you know, puked in your mouth and you swallowed it. Mm -hmm. Ah, good times, but uh, Toronto was great. Thanks to everybody who came out. Yeah, I'll be there in May, I think. May oh. 29th. May the go. force be with you. Yes. Uh, I got Another a May ton I. of dates. Let me stick Hit some me. dates up your ass. Date, um, date rate. Th this weekend, I am in Hyena, in Plano. Hyena's... Texas. Wait, I'm saying this backwards. Sometimes I think I'm retarded. Hyenas Comedy Club in Plano, Texas, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come on out next week. I got back-to-back kind of tough ones. Hit me. Comics, Mohegan Sun, March 12th through the 14th. Um, nice. Belly Room at the Comedy Store, Monday, March 16th. And then, of course, Skank Fest, Vegas, yeah, first baby. week of uh, April. And then I'll be at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Did I say this on that podcast already? 
Yes. I have. I leave April 5th. My flight leaves April 5th. I land April 7th. My birthday is April 6th. I have wow. no birthday. I'm missing a whole birthday. We got to do something for you. I'll be in the air the whole time. And what is this, 38? I'll be 38. Yeah, look at that. 38 special. We're getting old. 38 then, pistol. Uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, April 17th and 18th. And then Moon Tower will both be there. We're doing a live Tuesdays, April 23rd to the yeah, 25th. Baby. Then I'll be in Royal Oak, Michigan, April 30th through May 2nd. Salt Lake City Wise Guys, May 22nd and 23rd. Toronto, May 29th. The Uncle Dale Firehouse Benefit at the Quincy Marriott, May 9th. All right, Dale. And uh, San Francisco Punchline in June, June 10th to the 13th. Mm. So a lot of crazy stuff going on. And then I'm doing a one-nighter in Seattle, June 4th. I'm going out there for Brandy Carlisle again. Oh, nice. Thursday, June 4th, Laughs in Seattle. And uh, my new podcast is cooking, Mindful Metal Jacket. You can go check that out. It's getting wonderful reviews, so I appreciate those. Thanks for listening to that. And uh, we have new shirts. Yes, and we'll be wearing them at these uh, festivals probably just to really advertise. Yeah, what the fuck's the website? It's a kooky website, but it says Live, Laugh, Queef. It's written in a beautiful font. It's a, it's a hell of a shirt. You don't want to miss it. I'll put it on my stories. We have it on our Twitter. And they're high-quality shirts. They're like those, they're like these softy cotton ones. And it's. Uh, I know people have had a lot of issues with our shirts. They're supposedly better. The, the original shirts yeah, and podcast yeah, yeah. merch, they're doing a better job now. Sure. But these shirts, this is a new, hot, fresh company. They mail them out to you. They make oh, them. Yeah. They mail them out. So... Give us another shot. Something to be happy or be happy or what the fuck is it called? Don't worry. Be happy. Oh, shit. I'll find it. All right. You find it. You, you go. You go. Dates here. This weekend, I'm in Nashville, Music City, Honky Tonk, baby. I love this town. We added a late show on Saturday just to just to really do it up. So that's Friday, Saturday. Come out to Nashville, Zanies. Laughing Skull in Atlanta, that's a tiny room. That's going to sell out, folks. Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. All you New England Connecticuts, get your ass over there. Then, uh, you know, Seller with this guy in Vegas. Uh, Stress Factory in New Jersey, New Brunswick. That's a classic club. Come on by. Moon Tower with this fatty. Des Moines, Funny Bone. You know you love it. Uh, Zanies in Chicago. Some in Rosemont, some in Old Town, so we'll mix it up. Calgary at the Laugh Shop. Tempe Improv, you know it, you love it. Good Nights in Raleigh. Helium in Philly, those tickets will be on sale next week. And Soho Theater in London, let's do it. Dr. Grins and uh, Miami Improv. So, yeah, fun stuff. The website is Remember to Be Happy, and the T is a two, the number two. You got that right. And I think it's on our Twitter a couple times. So go get some T-shirts. We're, they're underperforming these sales, so yeah, fucking yeah. A. It's a great show. People are skeptical about our, our clothing, but this is a new jizz and a new way and a new gay, so yeah. you're going to love it. There's stuff here, and you can get a hoodie. Get a fucking hoodie, for God's sake. Get sakes. a hoodie. Be the coolest queefer in town. Yeah, live, laugh, queef. It's got Tuesdays with Stories logo on the back Ooh, there. Ooh, I like it. So uh, represent. Go get a T-shirt and uh, thank, and give us a nice review on the podcast. Yeah. I forgot about uh, the reviews on there. I think that moves it up the algorithm. Oh or yeah, big L. And, and and people are sharing and telling friends, and that's the biggest thing you can do. And come see us live. Give us a hug. Give us a uh, Starbucks or oh, I got one for you. Oh, thanks. And a Chipotle and an Uber, Uber. and the whole thing. Love Uber. So yeah, tell your dad we said he's gay and blow your mom and uh, yeah, eat out your daughter. All right, Queef. Praise Stop. Stop. Oh, shit.